What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you're tuned into Kinda Neat. Thank you guys again for tuning in. I appreciate it as always. Make sure you guys subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. That helps a lot. Download the little application called Podcasts on your iPhone or Android Android device, and then uh, search for us and subscribe and listen on a car ride, listen on the train. Listen wherever the fuck you may be commuting. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at It's Intuition. You can follow my man, Ben Shim, behind the boards, making the shit sound buttery, at I Am Database. Follow us as a unit on Twitter at That's Kinda Neat, Facebook.com slash Kinda Neat. You can leave us comments or please actually uh, send me private messages on Facebook after you like that page and ask me questions so that I can... Uh, Give advice. Give my shitty advice to you guys, the advice that I don't deserve to be giving. You can follow us on YouTube, youtube.com slash that's kind of neat. Make sure you subscribe on there. New video drops every Wednesday, generally, unless we have somebody in that's not a musician. Uh, and then everything is wrapped up in a pretty package on kindaneat.net. Thank you guys again for tuning in. We appreciate it. Um, speaking of advice, I have been getting a lot of questions about breakups. And so I want to talk about breakups because I've been giving a lot of people that I know in real life breakup advice, and I've also been getting questions about breakup advice, i.e. like ways to break up and just kind of like my concepts about like the appropriate amount of contact after a breakup and shit like that. And I want to say that the older you get and the more of an adult you become, you never really feel like an adult, but the older that you get and the more of an adult that you technically become on paper... The harder it gets to make a clean breakup. What happens is you end up getting in these relationships. They may last a few months. They may last a few years. But you develop a certain amount of comfort with the person that you're with. And uh, that comfort can lead to laziness. You know what I mean? And so what happens is you get in a relationship. You decide that something has gone wrong and you want to break up. But what happens is you realize once you break up that all of a sudden it's hard to be alone. You know what I mean? And it's hard to be out there in the dating market. It's hard to be meeting new people. It's just kind of hard to be back on the dating market and realizing that like, wait, this is a, a cold, scary world when you're all alone. And so your tendency is to just call back the person and end up kind of getting into a fucking on again, off again relationship and I do this all the time, so don't follow my fucking own advice. But I don't, I don't follow my own advice, but I feel like you should, and I try to do it better. You end up in these on-again, off-agains, and, and the point is, is that once a relationship is broken to the point where you feel like you should separate yourself from the other person, you need to learn your lesson and realize that like it's never going to get better than that. Once the honeymoon phase is over, and then you start seeing someone's real flaws that don't intermingle with your own flaws, and you decide that it's to the point where you can't be around them, your mind is never going to change about that because people don't change. So you need to fucking break off contact clean. You can't be lazy because like I said, the laziness leads to that comfort and the comfort leads to fucking sadness around each other. And what I've been hearing a lot from people is that like, well, I feel bad if I don't respond to their texts or if I don't answer their calls, like I'm scared that they're going to be mad or, or this and that and the other. But the point is, is that we are humans and, and what 
happens on this planet only happens in our own fucking heads. You know what I mean? Meaning that in my opinion, we are social individualists. We like to be around people, but we only know what exists in our own fucking head. And so your happiness is very important to your fucking livelihood. You know what I'm saying? And so if you making someone else unhappy by either getting out of a relationship with them because you know it's not working or not responding to their texts or phone calls after the relationship is over because you you know that that will make them unhappy or perhaps even unstable you still need to put your foot down because someone else's temporary unhappiness and let's face it like a breakup is only only leads to temporary unhappiness people will get over it that temporary un- discomfort of being alone and making someone else very sad is worth your long-term happiness So don't get into the cycle of on again, off agains, because all that happens is you end up feeling like you're stuck. You feel like you owe something to this person for some reason. And truth be told, if like whoever loves the least in a relationship is in control of the relationship, meaning there's no two people on the planet that love each other an equal amount. They both love each other, but someone definitely loves the other one more. And that means that they're in control. So if you're the one doing the breaking up, and then you allow somebody to get back with you into an on again, off again relationship. And you know that it's never going to work in your head, but your refusal to put your foot down and not be lazy and let them back into your life, that is only going to lead to their misery in the long run because one, you're wasting their time. Two, you're stopping them from meeting someone that will be able to make them happy or help in their happiness. And three, you're also taking away from your own happiness because it's stopping you from going to meet somebody new. So my whole theory about breaking up is that you should be very strong about it. You should put your foot down. My fucking whole thing is like, I need to delete everybody from every social media. I got to stop on Twitter. I got to stop on Instagram. I got to stop on Facebook. I got to delete their number from my fucking contacts because otherwise I'm going to end up having a couple drinks and I'm going to be calling to try and get some pussy later. Like that shit happens. And the same thing, they might call you up and try to get some fucking dick later too. You know, you never know. Like that loneliness is a motherfucker. And with a couple of drinks in you, all of a sudden one drunken night of like, oh, I miss you so much turns into fucking six more months of misery because you're like, shit, I should be out meeting other people. So you can't do that to yourself. You got to break up. And now ways that I've found that help this is like you make a list This will sound stupid, but I make a lot of lists in my life. I make to-do lists, you know, I make grocery lists, I make fucking email contact lists, et cetera, et cetera. But when I break up with someone or when someone breaks up with me to help me get over it, I'll make a list of all the things I don't like about that person. And I'll bet you anything, if you're going through a breakup right now and uh, you make a list of the things that you love about somebody versus the things that you hated about them, that fucking hate list is going to be longer than the love list. And Anytime that you're feeling weak, you got to bust out that fucking list about the things that you hate to remind yourself. You know what I mean? The last time that I was in an actual relationship where I said I love you to somebody was a few years ago. And I may have already talked about this on the podcast, but I was dating a girl for a little while. And, and it was very like, I guess in hindsight, it was still kind of in the uh, in the honeymoon phase. And we hadn't really gotten to the thick of it. We weren't living with each other or anything like that. But she went on vacation and she met a dude on vacation. And then when she got back from vacation, things kind of 
fizzled out pretty quickly. Like after a couple of weeks, she decided that like, oh, we need to break up. But then it was like getting to that point where we were about to be in an on again, off again, you know, like we started sleeping together again. And then all of a sudden one day she just stopped talking to me. And it turns out that the dude that she met on vacation had moved to LA and within four months they got married to each other. Now this shit was fucking devastating to me. I was very heartbroken because I was super into this girl. And, uh, the one thing that truly fucking helped me out from like not being a kook and like blowing up her phone all the time or fucking, you know, doing like lurking her Facebook or doing whatever the fuck was a list because it turns out that even though I was really into this girl, there were still more things I didn't fucking like about her than I, than I did like about her. And so, you know, I could just sit there and remind myself like, Oh wait, like I don't like this fucking trait. And then I would be like, okay, cool. So you can, you don't have to send a fucking 3am drunk email to this girl right now because you don't care that much. And what happened is after a few months I got over it and there have been times where I barely fucking remember her name, which is really crazy. And so, you know, I've got family members going, well, uh, family, I just put them on blast, but my brother's going through a breakup right now. And then one of my really good girlfriends is going, is like trapped, feels trapped in a relationship and she's trying to decide whether to break up and, you know, talking to both of them, it's kind of the same situation where they've just been with this person so long that they like feel like they owe them something and and they just have that comfort and that fucking discomfort of not having them around is so scary. But the truth of the matter is, if you do break that contact off and you do take the time to like delve into that scary world of loneliness for like a few weeks or a few months, like you're going to meet somebody and you're going to meet somebody better and it's going to help everyone in the situation. It's not just going to help you. It's going to help them get over you. And it's also going to help them move on. You know what I mean? So yeah, breakups, be strong. Don't text your person. Don't call them. Don't get drunk and email them. Don't send them Snapchat pictures of your dick at four in the morning because you're drunk. Just avoid all of that shit and be uncomfortable for a while because that short-term discomfort and unhappiness is going to lead to long-term happiness and comfort. And that is the end of my rant. And I hope that helps some of you that have been asking me about your breakup problems. And hopefully I will follow my own advice because I just this year got into an on again, off again, and it was all bad. And I should have just known from the jump not to get back into it. So yeah, this week on the podcast, we have a young man named Kyle. I randomly kind of found out about him. I saw his video, uh, you know, when it came, I saw a, a big video that like went, you know, got a mill or a mill and a half or something like that came out like eight months ago called, I think it's called keep it real. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is tight. You know, it's kind of like this Gambino vibe and I liked it. And then I kind of forgot about it. And then on a photo shoot, I ran into a dude who works at the label that he works at and he was telling me about him. And I said, Oh yeah, I think I heard of that guy. And, and I saw him in the office and I, and then I got home and Googled and I was like, Oh yeah, this kid's music's tight. So I started working to getting, get him on the podcast. Turns out he's only 20 years old, you know, so I'm quite a few years older than him. But the crazy thing is he started working on rap when he was 11. So we've kind of been rapping for almost the same amount of time. Cause I was a late bloomer into this shit. And so, um, he's put his hours in and he's, it was a really good conversation. He's from up in Ventura, just moved down to LA this year. And I like what he's got going on. His manager, Nolan is a really fucking cool dude. We all got to chopping it up and, and I like their vibe. You know, I think some of you guys, particularly the younger crowd that tunes in is going to vibe with his music. And, um, I think all of you guys will enjoy this conversation because it's kind of this weird thing where there's this weird kind of half generational gap between us where like, like he was born when I was kind of in my formative rap years. Uh, you know, he was born the year that two of my favorite records of all time came out. But yet and still, even though I probably relate to his music or his parents' music taste more than his, like we still kind of probably listen to the same shit now. I'm in this weird, like halfway between both of their age thing. And so it was an interesting dynamic and uh, I was very impressed by his work ethic and the things he had to say. And so I think you guys will enjoy this conversation. So yeah, 
without further ado, here's the conversation with my man, Kyle. What type of mic is this? I don't know what type of mic that is. This is a Neumann. Yeah, which is that's, a, that's really good. I know. I can see you trying to sit in my seat. And yeah, take well, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, nah, you don't get the buttery voice yeah, for was, the podcast. You can have it for the performance, but not for the podcast. No, it's a lame. Yeah, man. So you're a youngster. We're like a half generation apart. You we were, are, we? You were probably born when I was like maybe in high school. I was born in 93. Oh, yeah. Like I was like in- You were in high school? I was in- You were in the thick of- No, actually, I was in seventh grade in 93. Say, but 93 yeah. was a very- um. It was a pivotal year for me because yeah. that was when I really, really got into rap music. Oh, okay, yeah, that was yeah. that me was the too. that was the year <laughs> that was the year that uh, <laughs> Doggy Style came out. Oh god! And it was the year that Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers came out. I actually have a Wu Tang tattoo. Really? Yeah, I have a carton of cream and it says Dollar Dollar Bill. <laughs> so wow! I right, yeah. wish you guys could see this. This is actually really tight. Yeah, yeah. It's like an ironic Wu Tang tattoo. I always said that I wanted to get a Wu Tang sim- or like a Wu Tang tattoo without yeah. the Wu symbol on mm. me. You know what I mean? Just to show my backpacker. It's got a jar of cream. Is that a jar? It's like a carton. You know, it's like a little a carton, carton of cream, cream. Oh, like you okay. would pour. It's like you know, <laughs> half and half. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, like, like, you, like yeah, you a pour coffee creamer. Exactly, exactly. Where were you born in 1993? 93, I was born in uh, Northridge, California. Oh, shout outs to Northridge. Yeah, Northridge. Home you know. of the huge earthquake. Yeah, ho- home of the yeah fucked up earthquake. And was like, that before 90, or after no, you? That was after. That was in 94. Oh, so you were a year old. Yeah. Were parents freaking out about that? I don't think my mom was there, randomly. I think everybody was in... Big Bear or some shit, but nice. my like my grandma and grandpa were. Yeah. And our house randomly was untouched. Really? Yeah. It was weird. Our entire street was demolished though. Really? But, like our shit was not fucked with. No kidding. The good law. Yeah. The good law. Shout outs to Jesus. Prayer hands. You feel me? Prayer <laughs> hands for the law. <laughs> <laughs> um what were your parents doing at the time when you were born? Uh, um Damn, this is gonna sound bad. I wanna say nothing really. Yeah. I wanna say probably just were they young? Um, yeah, yeah. My mom was probably I think I think my mom was twenty one when yeah. she had me. Yeah, yeah. My mom's twenty one. My dad's like I don't know, probably like twenty two or some shit. Did they get married? Yeah, they got married. Nice. Were you the catalyst of them uh, getting married? <laughs> uh, damn. You know what? I, I need to learn more about my uh, mom and dad's yeah. marriage shit. But I don't know. I, they might have been married when they had me. Yeah. Did are they still together? Uh, no, nah, they're not still together. What, what age did they split up? He's getting mad personal. <laughs> uh, that's what I do. No, that's yeah, what that's I do on here. Yeah. Like, um, I, I don't know. I know they were separated. They weren't divorced, though, but yeah. they were separated for, like, probably, like, my entire, like, as long as I was, like, conscious. Cognizant. You know, yeah, like, yeah, we were yeah. always, we were, it was mad normal. Yeah, like, yeah, You know what I'm saying? I still see my dad all the time, and we were all, like, still together and whatnot, but it was just, like, just didn't separated. work out. Yeah. yeah. You, so you live with mom, though? Yeah, I live with my mom. My yeah. Dad, Are like. both sides of, like, the grandparents all in the same area, too, kind of? Well, it's random. This is yeah. actually such, like, a, a fucking... This could be, like, putting a book or some shit, yeah. right? Okay, so basically, both sides of my family are from St. Louis, originally. Really? Born in, like, entire generation in St. Louis. Yeah. And they've all lived there their entire life, both both families. Like, for however fucking many right. years. But then your folks just and randomly then, met in Northridge? Yeah, and then uh, ra- and then randomly, like, the, my mom and my dad were born in St. Louis and both, like, grew up, like, kind of same area. But didn't know each other. But didn't know each other. And then they both moved to the valley randomly. 
and then met each other. Were they going to school in Northridge or something? Yeah, they were. My mom actually went to North. She went to Northridge for a little bit. There's hella schools in the valley. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah, it's yeah. so big. But yeah, they ended up going to the same school. And my dad was like a break dancer or some shit. Nice. So really- <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> she thought he was hella cool or something. Yeah, yeah. What is your ethnicity? Are you like mixed or just light skinned to do? Nah, you know, I'm just light. No, I'm just. I- I'm a <laughs> mi- yeah. I'm, I'm mixed. My mom's white and my my dad's black. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Because uh, I'm, I'm a half African. You feel me? My, yeah. Same. Down the no, middle. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> do the grandparents still live out in St. Louis then? Nah, nah. Because, you know, their parents yeah. had to move out here. Oh, okay. So it's like just their little. Oh, these, thing. So these two families from St. Louis just move, move out at the same to, time. To the same area. Yeah. That's crazy. Same time. That's yeah. super weird. It's hella weird. It's yeah, the weirdest yeah. thing I've ever, like, and then they randomly meet. Yeah. You got brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got brothers and sisters. How many? Uh, I, got a, um, I got a baby brother, Pickle. And my older Shout brother, Chris, and I have a little sister, Amelia. And yeah, are they half brothers, half sisters? Can I say their hood names? Can I yeah, say their please hood names? do. Well, Ian's real name is actually Ian, but his yeah. hood name is Pickle. Yeah. Um, Chris's hood name is Ugly. <laughs> and um, Amelia's hood name is Millie Moolah. Okay. Yeah. And so. Why well, don't you have a hood name? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm just I'm just the, the least street of the whole team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They, uh, they kicked me out the hood for not putting in enough work. Are you the eldest? Nah, nah, I'm the, um, I was technically the middle child before my baby brother was born. Okay. But I'm, um, so I'm the second. Second oldest. Eldest. Yeah, second oldest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You close with all your siblings? Yeah, super close. Yeah, where they, they all live out here close. too? Uh, no, they live in uh, Ventura now. They yeah. live in Ventura. Yeah. Still, yeah. So you're born in Northridge in the Valley, and then did you go to elementary school out in the Valley and shit too? Yeah, I went to, um... Garden Grove, and then I went to uh, Cantera. Cantera was tight. I, oh, my God, I love that place. Um, and then I went to Northridge Middle School. And before I could go to high school, I went to Cleveland for, like, like a summer or something. Summer like Cleveland, school. Ohio. No, Cleveland High School. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> I always say that. I was like, yeah. I came from Cleveland. Like, yeah, yeah. Ohio. Yeah, and then, and then after that, I moved to... um. To Ventura. To Ventura. Moving on up. <laughs> to, to the, the west side. side. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was totally like a Jefferson's fucking no, moment for, sure. for me. Yeah, I believe it. Ventura is a very nice place. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. One Actually, one of my first jobs out of college was in Ventura, too. And I used to right. always eat at this barbecue place. Okay. Uh, it was like a shack on the side of the road. I oh, bet what you. was it called? Fuck. I don't know. It, it used to have like in a... In the sauce or something? It's it in, in the, the sauce? sauce. Yeah, yeah, in the sauce. It's in the sauce. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I used to eat there fucking every, every day, day for yeah, lunch. I used to eat there every day. That place is bomb. Like, it yeah. got to the point where, like, the people that work at a place start to know your name. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Then, the, but then they start to know, like, what you're going to order. Uh-huh. And then you start to feel like a fucking lonely yeah. asshole because you're there you're every day there. for lunch. Yeah, and it's like, yeah I, it, it was across the street from Ventura High School where yeah, I went to. Yeah. So I, I, ate, I ate at that bitch. Every yeah, day. yeah. Right after I graduated from Brooks, I was working at a little, like, portraits. I was probably the portrait place that took your high school portraits, to be honest. Oh, Really? Yeah, uh, I used to I used to work there as a retoucher. They, they, they fucked me up, by the way. I just wanted. Just I believe it. I believe, it's probably because I retouched it. No, yeah, but, uh, no, they, they, yeah, they, they slayed me. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I used to eat there. And I was telling you earlier, like my grandmother used to live in Ohio, so Ventura was like one of my fucking. It holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. And it sounds like it holds a special yeah. place in yours too. Yeah, it really does, man. It's what was the move nice. like? Um, my my gramps randomly like was working for this dude who um passed away and he was like my gramps was like his only friend mm-hmm. and so he he left in this house in ventura because like we couldn't afford to move to ventura wait and, your your grandfather just had a friend who left him a house yeah like, that is fucking tight yeah because like he became his only like friend yeah he was mad old and yeah 
And yeah, and he ended up leaving them a house. Similar to the people, it's in the sauce for me. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay, I was, that's <laughs> oh, that oh, they Only yeah. Fred. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're gonna leave this place to Lee. No. Uh, yeah, but um, and so and so then then we we moved there and it was like, it was it was totally like change of life. It was totally different. Yeah. How many people moved into the house? Eight. <laughs> wow. How big was we're it? We're like, hey man, we all on. We go to Vitara, bro. Yeah. <laughs> It was. I mean, it was. It was a. It was a big enough house that you feel me. Yeah. All. It was probably like. So what it was grandma and grandpa? Grandma and grandpa. A couple aunts and uncles or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. My aunt, uh, my aunt, and um, my cousin, mm-hmm. my older cousin, and then me, my sister, my brother, and my mom, and wow. we all lived there. Yeah. And we how, had it cracking. How it many was, people did you share a room with? Uh, for a second, like, at times, like three, but then like two most consistently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What part of town was it in? Uh, it was an Andalant, you know, Andalant, like the East End. It okay. was in the East End of Ventura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did this change your lifestyle in that, like, all of a sudden you're, like, going to the beach and shit? Yeah, it, it changed that shit up completely. Because living in the valley, like, when you went to the beach, it was, like, an entire day That's a thing. trek. Yeah. yeah, it was a hell of a trek. It was, like, the entire day. You got to pack a cooler and an umbrella. Cooler, all that shit. And then it was just, like... Yeah, no, nah, it was just so much. All simpler. of a sudden, you're just like skating down to the beach. Yeah, it was just it. Just life was just like you just saw like more like like simple like um like natural like beauty shit. Like it's just life was like sh- the the landscape was so like relaxing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As yeah. compared to like the valley, everything stacked on top of each other. You can't yeah. see like when you just look down the street, you just see fucking. Uh, lights, you feel me? Yeah. Just, just stop signs. You can't for see miles. no stars. Yeah, yeah. You don't see, you don't see shit like that. Yeah. And, then, and then when I'm, and like I've always wanted shit like that. You know, like in the valley, I would just be like, come home, stare at a palm tree. Yeah. Like you feel me? Like the one palm tree we have, and like yeah. watch wind move the fucking leaves and shit like that was like really relaxing to me. And then you just went to Ventura, and that's that's all it is. It's yeah. Like fucking just ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, Ventura, man, it is really a, it's really like a beachy town even in the smells like as yeah. you get you can smell the beach from the mall and shit. Yeah, oh my god, me and uh me and uh Nolan were driving home cuz we live in downtown now, but we yeah. were driving home to Ventura like last week or some shit. Yeah. I literally it, like downtown smells like ass. I Oh yeah, downtown LA. Downtown LA. So bad. You can't really ever tell if it's like human feces or yeah. dog feces I, that you're smelling. I just go ahead and take the. I always take the risk that that's man shit. Yeah. So don't step in it. Yeah. But um, and we rolled down the window. And I just started laughing. It yeah. smelled so good. I was yeah. laughing. I was there's like, something about like because uh, I, dr- I drive to Santa Barbara a lot still. Like I was telling you that uh, you know that's where I, that's where I was going to college, and so my producer still lives there. So I go up there to record, and and I always you know like when you're driving up the 101 and you go uh, like kind of there's like under this overpass, but then right to your left hand side there's like the Ventura Pier. Oh yeah, when you're going like up to Santa Barbara. Yeah, yeah. yeah when you're going up to Santa Barbara and you see the Ventura Pier right there, and it's like there's that like little seafood place right there on the end. And, yeah, and that, that, that neon sign, that uh-huh. neon sign, right there is where I'm like, oh man, I'm yeah. in like Central California now, yeah. and it fucking smells better, and I want to roll yeah. down the windows mm-hmm. and shit. You know what I mean? Dog. Stick your hand out the window, dog paradise. That's yeah, just, that's just what I would describe it as. Yeah, and it's like funny because people who live there know it's good, and people who live there their whole life know it's good, but that I don't, they don't really like. You can't really appreciate that place, yeah. Unless you just lived in somewhere, it's like where motherfuckers are just stacked on top of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like going out there or really fucking fuck up your head, like yeah. change your 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 whole yeah your whole thought. I was um, process. I want to just uh, reprimand Ben really quickly for okay. being so late today. So I am database fucking was very ben, fucking late today. Uh, so I want to clown you real quick for that. But while for the audience out there, while we were waiting for him, we got into a conversation, and uh-huh. I was telling you like you know Ventura is one of those places that uh, 
that made me fall in love with California. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I really noticed about it as a kid, when I was like 15, going down to visit yeah. cousins and shit, it seemed like it was straight out of a fucking sublime video, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody is <laughs> just in like white tees yeah. and chucks and cut off dickies. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, we would go to parties there as 15 year olds. And like the parents would be out there drinking with the kids. Like, yeah. Oh, Hey dude, you want yeah. a Takai? <laughs> like, it's cool, man. As long as I'm here, it's not illegal. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, fuck, Oh yeah. You smoke weed. Let's smoke weed. Like I it's, mean, yeah, Ventura, it's such v- a fucking California Ventura, beach yeah, town. It's, you know? it's as California as it fucking yeah. gets. And there's like, really you know, is. and then in Oxnard, there's a little low riders and yeah. shit so it's like you just get this like really big california it makes, california it, makes you, it makes you yeah it makes you fall in love with being like from california and like being from the valley it's like i was born it's like like i didn't really like it's not like california extreme you know yeah. what i'm saying it's just like like really it's just like i don't know it's like like it's suburbs it's suburbs and shit. it's just subtle you know what i'm saying and, but like going to ventura is like no yeah. you're on the fucking beach you yeah. feel me like this is is yeah it's it's as california beaches up there in carpenteria and 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 that's like that's has a lot to do with like what influenced like you know what i'm saying my music and like my style is like yeah just being and just just living there and falling in love with like that shit you know what i'm saying for sure what were you like as a student in in the valley yeah were you a good student uh uh (laughs) smart guy yeah you know what i i was always smart like i always passed everything yeah but i was just like i just i just if I didn't love the subject, yeah. like if it wasn't history or some shit like that, I would just do enough to like get, get by. by. Like I was sleeping through hella classes. I remember one time I fucking, I woke, like I was asleep the whole class. The teacher was like, yo, you know, Kyle, you're supposed to do like this whole study guide packet for this test coming up. And I was like, honestly, bro, I was like, I don't need to do the study guide. Like I already know what's going down. Yeah. And like the whole class is doing the study guide. And, and I was, and he was like, what the fuck? Like you can't like, you can't just say that. And I was like, look, 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 if I get, if I ace the next test, if I don't miss a question, I don't ever want to do a study guide again. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, he was like, and if you, and like, if I didn't, I was going to have to like, some bad shit was going to happen. Right. Was like, and then like the study guy came and I didn't miss a fucking question. I was like, all right, so I'm not doing this shit no more. That's and then for so the rest funny. of the year, I just, I just didn't. How old were you when that happened? Uh, that was like. I was probably like 14 then. That was actually in Ventura. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was probably like 14 then. I was just like, bro, like, I'm, you know, so like, I could have. So stuff kind of came easy for it you. It just came easy. So I yeah. wasn't, and, and, and it wasn't really, I wasn't like in love with like fucking, I'm smart. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, I like, instead of like taking hella electives, and instead of taking hella shit to like focus on getting into college and shit, I took like drama class like four times or some shit yeah. in a day. Like yeah. I just like Which kind of maybe consciously or subconsciously helped you gather like a stage presence. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I come from like a, a musical theater background. Yeah. Oh, our mom and dad uh musical or what? Oh yeah, yeah. My actually my dad's a rapper and whatnot. Get the fuck out. Yeah, my dad's a rapper. Well, yeah. did he ever like make it anywhere? Uh, I mean I, I know he, like my dad's like, DJ quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, was, yeah, no, my dad is um uh Pac not just <laughs> my dad was randomly like Pac or some yeah. shit. My mom was like Lauren Hill, like some one <laughs> random combination. I'm like, wait, can we get your mom on the uh, podcast? Or... Shit, no. I was, yeah, I don't know if Lauren Hill does what, shit. What, how long but, was your dad rapping? Uh, I think he was rapping like his entire life too, and he he did like a lot of like, like you know what I'm saying. He and he was rapping and shit before it was like everybody who rapped had a chance of popping off. Yeah, because in the back I mean, when it was it was like mad like fucking. Well, yeah, yo, in '93 when you were born, <laughs> yeah. it's like in order to record, it was kind of like you had to know somebody in yeah, the know. Or you had to be the Titus, yeah. you feel me? He was do- he was doing it back like when it was like 
it was just like kids like starting trends and shit. Yeah. He swears to God that he was the first person to do the like reverse clothes thing. Oh, he and beat so, ABC to or crisscross yeah, to it. So he was like his whole thing is like he don't fuck with crisscross because they took his style. Oh that's shit! Like, you feel me? That's like that's like <laughs> damn. That's like his. I don't know. That's like his whole like. He swears to God that they took his style and he don't fuck with him. And hey, he's going to catch him slipping. You hear that, Jermaine Dupree? You're about to catch a bad one. You're about from, to catch from a bad Kyle, one, bro. Kyle's dad. Yeah, yeah. He's how that, yeah, he'd, he'd be whooping ass. Dude, have so. you heard his music? Uh, I've never actually heard one of my dad's recorded songs. He did say one time he was working at a liquor store in L.A. and he said Dre walked in. Get out. And he said that. And he and like he was working there when Dre was ordering a shit or whatever. He was like, yo, like let me rap for you or whatever. And he said he rapped for him. And this epic fail story. He said he rapped for him, and Dr. Dre was like, this shit is tight, and gave him a number yeah. to call to the studio, and he yeah. said he lost it. Get out. I was like, bruh. Wow. Your life could have been wow. very different. Yeah. Wow. That's that's crazy. I thought yeah. you were going to be like, yeah, he rapped for Dre, and then two weeks later, the, the song came out on a Snoop record or something. Yeah. That would have been yeah. awesome, and too. And two weeks later, he ghost wrote The Chronic. So I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> Your dad is amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. tight. Uh, but did he listen to a lot of rap, or what did he listen to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he, yeah he listened to So is he putting you up on game the from first, early age? Yeah, the randomly. I didn't know what rap was until I was like 10. Yeah. Because I live with my mom. In my entire life, and and your mom's a cracker, so she's listening to country <laughs> oh, music. God. No, I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. She was, um, my mom was listening to like Nirvana and like Sublime and yeah, shit like that. You that know makes what I'm sense. saying? Yeah. And Weezer and shit like that. And that's what, and that was her shit. And back then, I, I, you feel me? All you could listen to what a was on the radio, yeah, or like what was on TV or some shit like that. And yeah. like my grandparents ran the TV. I wasn't hearing shit on the TV unless it was Dean Martin. Or like some random country song. Yeah. And then my mom was driving the car and all I heard was like K-Rock and shit. Uh. And I remember I, went, I was with my dad and then um, he played um, he played that old Dirty Bastard song. Shimmy Shimmy Yeah. Now the, Brooklyn um, Zoo? Now the A. Dirty. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so, oh, man. That's the way first, later. That's the yeah. first song. That's the first song. That's the first rap song I'd ever that's heard. That's so funny, dude. And that's like, that has a lot to do with like what I do now. Yeah. But I was like, damn, like, this is tight. That like, was like Kalisa's <laughs> big debut into the world, too. That's Kalisa singing the hook. Yeah. Did you know that? Uh, nah, you just actually just dropped that on my head. That's bang. actually tight. It's really funny, like, because I'm like this half generation older than you and probably half generation younger than your parents. So, yeah. like, I'm like in this weird. In the middle. Somewhere. Yeah. When you're like, yeah my mom used to listen to sublime and nirvana and weezer and my dad used to used to listen to rap i'm like yo i fucking listen to all the same shit that your parents yeah. did yeah. <laughs> but i also probably listen to the same shit you do yeah. now which is so yeah. weird but anyway, I mean, that's cool that's a great yeah. place to be it know? is it, it's cool uh yeah it's strange getting older though oh uh, anyhow yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different aside so your dad plays uh old dirty bastard uh and that featuring police yeah i mean Produ- I- produced by pharrell Oh yeah, I I just found that out. Produced by the Neptunes. I yeah. just found out like how long Pharrell's been the shit. Like you know what his first? It was uh the the somehow shake the room or yeah, something. No, yeah, sh- shake your rump. Shake your rump. Yeah. All yeah, I want to do is a zoom zoom yeah, zoom yeah, when yeah. he was seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I found that. I was like, with, Damn. Te- with Teddy Riley. That was ninety two, right? Yeah, with Teddy Riley. I used to fucking call in. We had one um, radio station that played pop music, and because yeah. I'm uh, in in North Pole, I'm I'm from Alaska, like I was uh-huh. saying, and it was uh, ninety eight point one, and I would fucking call in like four times a day going hey will you guys play shake your rump because they would never play i'm like will you play shake your rump please to the point where one day i was listening and the the host was like i'm gonna play this song because we keep having this young (laughs) kid call in and request it and it's getting on my nerves and i was like oh my god he's talking about me yeah so yeah that's actually amazing but yeah i found that out and i was like wow yeah i was a freak of nature how is he how is he like 
been on forever and not, and still, not aged. And still a trendsetter. Yeah, and, and, and he just made like two of the biggest songs this year. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, that's like, damn. That's 20 years in the game and the dude yeah. still looks 13. And he's on fire. Yeah. Like, he is yeah. like, it's crazy. Not falling on us tight. It's crazy. That was super tight. That's the kind of longevity that you hope for. Um, Hell yeah. So you hear that old Dirty Bass song just instantly like clicks with you? Because I've been writing songs and shit since I was like six. Really? And I was writing hella poetry. Yeah, I remember one time I won a poetry contest for all of LAUSD. Wow. And that's like millions that's of big. kids. Yeah, yeah, that was big as fuck. Do you yeah. remember the poem? Yeah, it was about spring or something. Yeah. Was, we had to write it about spring, and I was talking about deers and trees and all shit types that of you don't get to shit. see in, in, in yeah. LA that much. Yeah, no, I just remember we had we had a four, we had a our school only had trees on the the middle of, uh, the outsides of it or whatever. Yeah. Like we had like we probably had like ten trees right to keep it a buck, and it was just around the gate. Uh-huh. And I remember I wrote that poem just looking at the trees and shit. And I'm going to steal that, by the way. Keep it a buck. I've never heard that. Oh, keep it. A, yeah, I just I got that uh, this year from my my friend uh, CP. He's on my album. He's Wait. on to do list. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, he's, he's, different he's, CP than I know. Probably he's from New York. And okay, he, yeah, and yeah. he said, yeah, and he says, I'm, yeah, I'm, hey, my nigga, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. You uh, know, I'm, I'm, st- a- <laughs> I'm stealing that CP. I'm sorry because yeah. I've been saying keep it a hundred so much. Yeah, like, keep it a say, buck's amazing. Yeah, right? that's tight. Yeah. So you guys had ten trees at the middle school. We had like, yeah, we had like, we, we didn't have a, tr- we didn't have a single tree in the middle of it. Yeah. Like, we had bushes and shit in the middle of it. Yeah. Or we did have one tree by the library, but you feel me? The trees were limited. Yeah, yeah. And 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 we had them around the gate, and I and I wrote that shit. And so I've been writing songs and poems, and I was super into music. Yeah. And when so and at ten, it's like when your brain is really starting to grow, and you're really starting to like become good at something or like suck at something and you're really passionate about it and i was and when i heard it it was just on after that i was like man this is like the tightest shit ever and i just writing hell of just raps yeah raps raps right you feeling right absolutely you know coincidentally even being a half generation older than you i have a very similar path in that like i started writing poetry when i was Eight or nine, yeah, uh, yeah. in third grade, we yeah. had to write a journal entry, and I and I asked my teacher, uh, we had to write a paragraph every day, and I said, "Hey, instead of writing a paragraph, could I just yeah. write a poem? Because a paragraph seems so long, even yeah, though it was yeah, only po- yeah. it was three sentences, it was a paragraph." I was like, "Can I write a poem every day instead?" And she's like, "Yeah, but it has to be four lines." So it had to be four like rhyming lines, and I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, cool," because that like in my head seemed easier yeah, than writing yeah, yeah. a paragraph, yeah. you know? That's way easier. But also coincidentally, you say you only had fucking ten trees at your whole school. I actually grew up uh, in uh, the school that I went to was actually uh, the city was named Tree Town USA. Oh my like, god, that was an award they won because we had the most trees, trees. <laughs> per square mile of any city in the country. Oh so, my god, how about that? I, I fucking just grew up you in, hell in you, the jungle. Yeah, you guys probably had like high evolved birds and shit size oh, i mean bald dogs. eagles and shit oh my like, god it was, yeah it was crazy like alaska's fucking away alaska's crazy man so yeah uh that's cool so you're writing poetry and you win an award like that yeah must be... I, won, I, I and they got like publishing some book i don't yeah. know where the book is at now but I, yeah. I remember winning that competition and i was like oh i won like a little competition and then now i think about it and i was like damn there's I don't know how many. There has to be at least a hundred thousand kids in like the LA. So many people have probably entered that. Yeah, and so, so and so then I, and then now I think oh okay so that like, was like a little sign. Low key, you were kind of a gifted youth. I would I would say you so just when it were comes lazy to about it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I would say I would say yeah, kind of because like right after I I'm mean, yeah, w- especially with like rhyming words and, and thinking of words, you know, what I'm saying to say yeah, it was for sure like I would say a gift because after I heard that ODB song by Eleven, like. I was at Skateland serving people in oh, battles. You know, really? people were getting served in, in rap battles. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I still remember like the first rap battle thing I wrote 
and I was battling like some twenty one year old dude, and it was amazing. Get the fuck out! Yeah, he got slayed. Do you remember the raps? Slayed. Yeah, I remember the raps. I, Let's hear okay, some of them. Hear, give okay. me a sample. Yeah, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you the one that I used against this yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, and, ba- and, and back then, I used to do like hella... I mean, everybody rapped about guns. My big, my favorite rapper when yeah. I was a kid was Jadakus. Okay. So I was... You feel me? <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I was, <laughs> everybody was getting shot. Yeah. Okay. In, in the rap, everybody was dying. Everybody <laughs> yeah. was getting shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was bombs being dropped. Yeah. I had at least You're running from the bitches. cops the whole time. Yeah, I'm running from the cops, shooting people. It's and, Grand Theft Auto, really. Yeah, it was Grand Theft Auto raps for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was um, no MC can't see me, so please be easy before you find yourself on TV. Yep, Channel Eleven, you and whoever stepping. I don't need any niggas just to drink in my weapon. Guess I got to show you what beef really about. Because when I load the clip in, the bullet's gonna come out. <laughs> hey, yo, shit'll never phase me. He must be going crazy. He's talking about a fight, but I'll never hit a lady. He's supposed to be a blood. He don't gang bang. He gets gang banged by his whole gang, man. You was never getting warmer. <laughs> you thinking that you're hot, but I should warn you. I'm riding around in the transformer. Nigga, use a bitch, so I call it a purse snatch. This nigga thinks he's tough. I done fucked with worse cats. Catch you with your girl. Better tell her to work that, because there's a good chance that my fifth gonna jerk back. My flows come dumping. <laughs> we gonna really see how much blood you got in you when your heart stopped pumping. 818 champ of flirt. Fucking with me, there's an eight out of eight chance you'll get hurt. You have now woken the beast, nigga. It's scare time. Homie, I got shit that to rearrange your hairline. You ain't got it yet, nigga. You better get right, because I'm gonna beat you till that fitted cap don't fit right. You're quick to beat. You're quick to leave. I'm quick to pistol whip this bitch for free. Yeah, be no peace. Y'all be deceased. My peace will lift this nigga up off his feet into the kid ICM. High-powered rifle, man. Be at your house at 9 p.m. with the 45 cock, so you better keep your windows shut, your heat tight. And them fucking doors locked. My name was Kid Cash back then. I was Whoa. like, it's Kid Cash coming. Hell coming with me. Ripping this nigga up until hell come and get me. Some, it's in something else. I was like, As an 11 yeah. year old? That was 11, yeah. Wow. And I, and I was and I was like, everybody was dying, bro. There was no mercy. Yeah. I had hell. My, in my mind, my face was tatted up. You no, but I, I, well, I, I got to say that I'm very impressed that you wrote that as an 11-year-old. And then I'm trying to put it in perspective because that, that was nine years ago. So that was like in 2003. That was hella long ago. And I was well, like, no, no, no. Yeah. But, but at the same time, I'm going, that's a fucking advanced rhyme for an 11-year-old. But then that's the thing is I think about it like when I was 11, it was 1992 when I was 11. So yeah. like fools weren't rapping like that. Fools were like fucking crisscross was the shit yeah, in 1992. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So, like, as an 11-year-old, my rhymes would have been nothing compared to that. That was fucking... Thank you. Yeah. But my... my, That's what what I'm saying. In the beginning, like, my influences... Yeah. All of my first rappers I fell in love with were all, like, East Coast, like, punchline rappers, like, Big L and, like, Nas and, like, uh, Jadakiss. And that's the crazy shit that I... Being the age that I am in the generation, like I said, that in-between generation that I'm from, that's the crazy shit is that, like, kids your age, they grew up on rap as rap was already developed. And when I was growing up, I was literally born the year that rap rap hit the mainstream, like, in 81. Like, that Mm -hmm. was when the first, like... I think that was, like, one of the first years that, like, rap was hitting the charts, you know what I'm saying? And so, rap, I had to grow up as rap grew up. up, And styles have developed as mm-hmm. I've developed yeah. whereas like dude rap was a fucking thing when you were 11 yeah, and like yeah. you had people who had already mastered the craft that, that, you, could, had, that you could learn already from. Already had Nas yeah, and motherfuckers exactly. like that to exactly. be like this and is how you exactly. rap. Exactly and know? when you were one years old that's when fucking Illmatic came out. 
yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, when Nomadic fucking dropped the yeah. fuck, or that, that's when it changed the game. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I don't know. I think that's just so interesting because like we were talking about earlier, like young cats like fucking Earl and 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 these crazy like prodigious rappers and and, 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 and yeah. yeah, and dudes like you that fucking have been growing up around rap like. It's like we just have a better we just have a better blueprint to like because you know it's like you can choose your idols better yeah yeah and it's like your brain like people don't understand like our brains have mad potential to do shit yeah. you know and it's like as a little kid it's like if you're I mean not to say Will Smith that's one of my biggest influences too yeah. it's like the Fresh Prince Fresh Prince but it's like if I'll I'm always a, remember yeah, him as that. if I'm a little kid and like I'm I'm first hearing Fresh Prince I'm a rap like Fresh Prince exactly you know what I'm saying? but if I'm a little kid and the first person first song like I'm or like one of the songs I'm listening to is New York State of Mind. Yeah. I'm going to learn how to do that. Exactly. Too. You know exactly. What I'm exactly. Like I had mad lyrical raps like blah, 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 yeah. blah. You know what I'm saying? And then and then like I heard like Jadakiss. That that last rap was obviously hella like yeah. Jadakiss influenced. It know? was like a smack battle rap. Yeah. It was like one of the smack DVD, you know. Yeah. We about to, you know, we got my man's kick cash. Some <laughs> <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but <laughs> fucking, yeah that's the crazy shit now and like uh and now the the media moves so fast that like kids that are 16 now oh my are gonna God. be influenced by motherfuckers like you yeah. and then all of a sudden there's gonna be this kid who's like gonna you know what i mean like the, yeah, it's just there's kids are, that are being influenced by kids that are only a few years older than them and then they can sound exactly yeah. like them because your brain can sponge things yeah. up like that it's like it's like it's only gonna get more and more and more more technical aspects of all music are always only going to grow because there's always somebody that comes out and learns how to do something that nobody yeah. else could do before and then when somebody else is born their first person they hear is that yeah. and they're going to learn how to do that better than yeah. that person well, you know what i'm saying but then there like, but then there's a certain plateau with it where you only want to get so technical before yeah. it becomes unlistenable yeah 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 totally you know what I'm saying? totally yeah and i and, and I, I think that your music is, is an example of like you obviously have a technical background but mm -hmm. you've learned how to fucking tone it down and make it catchy totally yeah and and that and that's one of the most important parts of my career yeah or just just making my career was that like yeah like because i remember when i was a little kid i had no swag like yeah. i was just rapping about everybody was dying it was hella technical yeah but it really had no i didn't have a sense of like like intangibles of, of, yeah and like delivery like yeah. how to say something cool you right. know what i'm saying and that's something that i learned that um it took me a while to really understand but at a certain uh, like when I was like maybe 18, somebody told me like, yo, sometimes rapping, it's not about what you're saying. It's about the words that you don't say. Yeah. And it's about yeah. the things that you don't say. And I was like, that took me forever to understand. But at, at a certain point, it's like, yeah, it's your, your breath control, your delivery, yeah. your, vo your vocal tone. And yeah. yeah go and ahead. The, the person who did that for me the most was Fresh Prince. Mm -hmm. I remember being able to, and, and I remember being able to come up with all these lyrics and shit and hella fast. And I remember watching him and like his just whole like character was so like, yeah. But how, you know what I'm saying? And like the way he said shit was like, yeah. it was so simple, but it was like, that's what was tight about it. I mean, it. summertime was a real game changer for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. That, that probably came out the year that you were born. Probably. Uh, or maybe even <laughs> before that. But like that was a, ga a game changer because yeah. that was like super modern at the time that it came mm -hmm. out. It was like Will Smith had really stepped his swag game up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People like him and like Craig Mack. And like rhyming like no, yeah, Mac is that rhymes from here to Tibet. Yeah, yeah. No, i like that. He does that vocal stretching. Yeah, and that that became a big thing in in my music too. Like vocal, I still do that now, especially on my raps. Now it's like vocal stretching, and I I learned that from like him and like and like YG. Yeah, give it up to YG. Shout out to YG. Yeah, like 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 people like that. Shout out Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, I want to get both of those guys on this podcast. Oh yeah, I fucks with them. Yeah, people that listen to me would probably be surprised for me to say that, but. uh 
you're like a student of the game. Yeah. So you, you found out about this old Dirty Bastard song, and then you went back and did your research, because you've already shouted out Nas, and you shouted yeah, out yeah, Craig yeah. Mack. Like, Craig Mack, in Craig, the grand scheme of things, he <laughs> so, got fucking forgot about, really. Yeah, he's so under the radar, yeah. but, he, but he, that, he influenced me so tough. Yeah. Because I've always, like, been, like, a playful, like, you feel me, like, yeah. carefree type of dude, and his rhyme scheme was so, like, raw, but it, at the same time, it was so, like... There's a lot of like carefree elements to it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like there's the shit he was saying. Like, Have you seen him tight. lately? No. He's like in a cult now. Oh god. Wait, like like a like, Well, maybe not cult? A, like no, a, not, a, not like a satanic <laughs> cult, but he's like in some kind of like crazy like evangelical religious. Oh, religion like I saw some video of him in a church like fucking confessing and or not confessing but like dropping his name. He's like, "I used to be known as Craig Mack, but now I'm like brother something something, you know?" Damn. Like it's like some <laughs> white preacher is telling him like, Damn. "This boy came to the church." And, and I was like, "Whoa." He changed. Yeah, he's he's out there. It he, was weird, but anyways. He's in Virginia yeah, somewhere. So dad did dad pick up on the fact that like Kyle has a penchant for this and I should like guide him. My dad was for sure the first person that brought me. I remember he was taking me to studios when I was like 11 and 12. Really? Nothing ever like came. I didn't really have like a fucking you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he took me there and he like would try to like force these people into like recording me and shit and like just and like really made me take things serious from like a beginning you know like cause I think that has a lot to do with it because like I remember being 11 and 12 and like oh yeah and I'm going to the studio and I'm gonna try like going out to LA trying to stay for a week just to get cause yeah. he lived in Hollywood trying to stay for a week just to get one time to record so I just like it was it was it was different yeah. for me from from early age yeah and like that's in, all, that's in all 03 in 03 you're out here like I'm about to meet Ja Rule yeah no, yeah no, <laughs> I, I remember in 03 I met well not not in 03 but sometime you know when I was hella young yeah I met um, some dude who had produced some ludicrous track. And oh, I thought yeah. that was like the tightest thing yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I got to. I always love, dude. I love talking to, to dudes your age because everyone always shouts out Ludacris as like yeah. a big influence. You yeah, know Ludacris what I'm saying? Shit. Dude, Ludacris is tight. Ludacris is one of the best punchline rappers ever. Very like technical. Delivery. Very technical, too. He's a yeah. real rapper's rapper, but I feel like a lot of people don't realize that. Because he just has such big songs. Yeah, yeah. He has such big, like, Huge hits. popular hits yeah. that it's like, oh, like, you know, but he's like, he listen really to what rap. he's saying. Yeah. Great voice also and good, like, delivery. Inflection. He was, like, kind of like an ace across the board yeah, when it comes for to sure. that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he gets slept on because I think, like, people just assume that he's corny or something. You know? Yeah, well, I feel like people just assume that he's, like, I mean, he kind of, not to say he's, like, past his, his time is over or something. He's for sure not over, but it's like, He's not as big as he was. Yeah. You know well, what I'm saying? Those things fluctuate. Those, Yeah, those things fluctuate. But, like, he's still, like, yeah, if you go back and listen to it, it's like, yeah, that's a hit, that's a hit, that's a hit, that's tight, that's tight, this tight, like... I find it interesting that even though I keep bringing up like how much younger you are than me, like really you've, it seems like you've put almost as much time, it, like we kind of started at the same time. So I got a late start. I didn't, I didn't start getting into a studio until I was 19, tw- oh, yeah, 19, yeah. 20. And like you, here you are at 11. So you've been doing it now for yeah. nine years. Uh, yeah. But I'll, I'll say all, all the shit I learned as a kid doesn't amount to anything I learned from like age 17 to like age 18 because exactly. i bought my own recording and shit. something kind of clicks after yeah. you've been doing it for a few years something always kind of clicks you yeah. know like for me nothing really started clicking with me until i was about 25 to be honest uh-huh. after i had been doing it for like five or six years yeah it's like something clicked and well actually i got i remember what made it click for me is i got my tonsils taken out my voice oh. changed yeah and it, it like it dropped a full octave and all of a sudden you were and you all were of a sudden hard. i was yeah. like oh i like found my swagger yeah you know uh-huh. and uh yeah so what was it, it for you it was buying equipment for me it was um i remember yeah because before that all i could do is really 
imitate. You know what I'm saying? I can I, I could never hear my voice on a record. Yeah. All I could do is imitate how I heard somebody else's voice on a record. But then I remember buying my own equipment. I remember buying my own shit and just being like, yo, yeah. Like recording, you know what I'm saying? And practice recording shit. And then I eventually... How did you I, save up to buy it? Um, or was fucking, it a birthday gift or something? It was It was like basically like my, my grandparents, like they had been saving since like we're born. Uh-huh. Like they save like a like a thousand dollars for us if we graduated high school or whatever. Right. And I couldn't afford the shit before. And I remember, I remember when I when I got that, and I I'd actually bought some shit before, just a, a inbox for uh, from working. Mm-hmm. My bad. But I didn't get my computer and shit until I graduated high school. But I bought a little audio box. Yeah. I still have it today. Yeah. It's a relic. I'm gonna hold on to it for sure. But um, yeah, I bought that through like working at like Vans and shit. And I was using my Aunt Betsy's like old ass like 2006 computer. Nice. And then I just randomly, yeah, just made this one song, and I was like, Did you like bootleg Pro Tools or something? What did you start on? No, nah, I started on uh, Acid. No, nah, not even Acid. It came with this thing called Studio One. Okay. You no know Studio One is. No, I yeah. don't know. Studio <laughs> one. That sounds very rare. Yeah, it is rare. It's yeah. rare because it only comes for this um, this one little random audio box I got. But I started on Studio One. But it was one. so it wasn't an M box. Nah, I didn't even get an M box. M box oh, was too popping it, for wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay, never mind. It was like. Two hundred dollars and it, it came PC with program? everything. It's PC or Mac. Okay. It just it was just like the entire like there was an inbox for like a hundred two hundred. I think it was like two hundred back then or something. Now that I think about it, I think that we did play with Studio. It's like a it's kind of like a Pro Tools ripoff, but it's like gray. It has like a it's gray, gray background, bl- gray and blue. Yeah, it has like gray I and did. Blue we scale. did try yeah. that for a little while, and I didn't like it. Yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> but it, you feel me? It was affordable, and so I, yeah. I got that. Yeah, and I just made this one song, and I was like. It just instantly, just, yeah, it just happens. You're just like, this is how I need to rap now. Yeah. And I just made this one song, and I was, I think it was, I actually, I, I put the video up. It was like the song called Lemonade, mm-hmm. and I, I freestyled over like the Lemonade beat, mm-hmm. and I was like coming up with like witty lines, but they were more like funny and shit I actually wanted to say. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because before, so then, this is what like three years ago. Yeah. Before then, I was just like rapping about like basic shit, and I didn't know what to rap about. And then this one song, it was like funny, and I really started just rapping about shit like that came from my head, like shit I thought was cool and funny. Yeah. And I was like, this is the reason this works is because it's actually you. And I was like, oh, you gotta like rap. You gotta be yourself. Like this now. Yeah. yeah. But it's like just hearing be yourself is like the hardest thing to take in until yeah. you just randomly do it. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I think a lot of rappers set themselves up for a loss because they start off pretending that the, the, there's something they're they not. They get hurt. They get hurt first yeah. as something that they're not. And then if you try to change that later to be it's more like, like yourself, yeah. you can't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think about dudes that are my age that were like super hardcore wiggas. Like, yeah. Back, yeah. like, like white back dudes that were like cool. super yeah. hardcore wiggas back yeah. in the day. Like back Eminem to me has not aged gracefully because he's like still in fucking track suits and shit yeah. it's like yeah he's still yeah i mean that's back when like justin timberlake had a fade you know what like, I'm when saying? it was yeah. cool like, like you could be he, acceptable had, he had cornrows you know what yeah. i'm saying like come on like that yeah. shit is crazy he's one of the few that i was able to like age out of that you know yeah. what i'm saying Cause, yeah because it's like that's yeah. not cool no yeah more. yeah so i don't know um you make that song and uh you made a video for it you said yeah i made that song and um nolan was like living. He lived, he lived down the street from me, and he was like, he was like helping me out with some shit. Nolan, that you've mentioned twice, is your manager now. Yeah, some, he's your manager. Uh-huh. So now you guys in the audience know Nolan. Shout out to Nolan. Shout, hey, sh- hey, shout out to No Dog, banging, banging the hood. Young No No though. Yeah, Young No No yeah. with no hoes. Um, oh, not just kidding. <laughs> oh, so no, you, no, did no, you no, did no. you guys grow up together or was uh, that? Nah, I just remember. Um, 
I made this uh, song for like my high school. Yeah. It was a ripoff of Wiz Khalifa's Black and Yellow. Okay. I called it Black and Gold. Hell so yeah. Those are our colors. Of course and then you did. Some he had heard it and he had, and he um, and he like said something to me about it, and I was like, oh, like thanks. I'm, we we joke about it now. Yeah. Because I told him, I was like, oh, man, thanks for, like, being a fan of it. And he's like, yo, bro, like, I mean, I didn't say I was your fan. But I mean, like, <laughs> he's like, I don't see I don't see you as a fan. I'm not a fan. Like, I, I see dollar was, signs yeah, in he's you. Like, I didn't say I was a fan, bro. I'm just saying, like, I don't know, some shit. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and then that's how we linked up. And he introduced me to Jacob Owens, who shot, who shoots a lot of my videos even now. Yeah. And shot all my videos back then. And he was like, yeah, it was like, let's shoot this yeah. uh, lemonade video. Did you kind of understand? Here's another thing that I think is a cool difference between our generations mm-hmm. is that, like, Dudes my age that are rapping, they don't understand the fucking power of a video. Yeah. And I think that you're, at your age, you understand that a song doesn't really exist unless it has a video almost. Yeah, especially now. Back then I was, yeah, no, even back then, it, when I first started putting out music, yeah. I was putting it out and it was like doing stuff for was me. Was this like 2010? Yeah, it's like 2010. Yeah, like and that's like when Mac Miller really started to get catching on because yeah, like of video stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, it's like about, late 09, early 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would like, I shot some videos with my, my, uh, my friend Mitch. And, and they were all good and stuff too, and I shot hella covers, and I, and that's how like my shit started getting traction. Everything we did needed like a video to it. Yeah. But when I got with Jake, it's like I got high quality ass videos just off the jump. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they were like, like the best like DSLR like videos like yeah. right from the jump. So that had a lot to do with like like the quickness of like. How did they find out about me. you? Who Jake? Yeah. Through Nolan. Nolan. Nolan had knew them. Uh, knew him. Yeah. Through a, a dude named Samson. And who were they working on before they met you? Uh, Jake and yeah. Nolan. Uh, yeah. uh, Samson. It was an artist named Samson okay. out of Ventura. Yeah. And um, he was, and he's super dope. He's uh, still still a great friend of mine. Yeah. Shout out Samson. Yeah. Shout out Samson, bro. He's He like has like a mind that could change Earth. Like real shit. It's that deep. It's intense. But yeah. Young Captain Planet. Yeah. Young Captain. Yeah. He's just like such a smart dude. Yeah. But um, yeah, they, he, they, they were working on him and, and then... They got introduced to me, and then we just started shooting videos, and the shit. Do they? Getting... Does your team have like a background? I mean, do they go to school for video production or anything like that? Or like, what, how did they did. get into it? Jake went to school for uh, video production. Cool. And I think, yeah, I think he just randomly said, like, "Well, I want." Now he's been doing videos. He yeah. was doing videos when he was a little kid and shit. Okay, word. But yeah, he was. He's hella good. Yeah. And I got those off the bat. Yeah. So did Lemonade jump off? Was that your first video you put out? Yeah. No, that's my first. My first music video I put out was called We Can. How did it do? It did really. They both got like five hundred thousand views now. Yeah, they both. All my original videos as KID did well, and it's because I shot this cover video with my friend Mitch, uh-huh. and it got like it has like a million some views now. What it? What was it's it? It's a cover of uh, Drake's headline song. Oh, tight. and that's like, and all those views started trickling over to like my videos. So, so when you say you covered it, what like did you do it word for word? No, no, no. I freestyled. Well, you just, you just I just freestyled it. the whole thing. You flipped it. Oh, yeah. you freestyled. I it. just freestyled the whole shit, and we were like off Yo, top, off top, and we were like whatever happens, happen. It was it was like real funny, yeah, type of thing, and I think that's why people fucked with it because it was like it was just real personal. Like, and I was, was it just pants. like shot on the like uh, a from, from the camera on your laptop or something? No, nah, it was uh, we had like a little Canon, yeah. and it was just like shot like in a circle okay. and i just like did the whole thing off the top did you stick with his melody like i might uh, be too strong out oh no no no, no, no. Oh, i did, no, I, did no. my, I did my own shit but then when like the the hook came like you know, you know oh okay Tight. yeah but i did like my that's own dope. shit i'll have to go check it out i love that song yeah you got to that's i mean that's one of the best songs ever. yeah I, that's a great song i actually uh <laughs> at the time that that song came out i was trying to prove a point to somebody about how easy it is to memorize raps and so the first uh i heard that song and i was like all right cool i'm gonna drive home from downtown to culver city 
city and I'm going to memorize this first verse by the time I get home and then I'm going to call you. Yeah. And I did. Wow. Because it's like, it was like very, that song is so fucking catchy and easy yeah. to memorize. Anytime you throw a melody over lyrics, it makes it so much it easier. It makes it so much easier to remember. Well, yeah. Because you're not, you're not going like, oh, what did he say here? You're going, well, that's why the ABCs he, are a song, you know? Yeah. 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 It's like, what did he say when he did. Yeah. yeah exactly uh no it definitely and writing songs to a melody makes it that much easier to yeah. writing lyrics uh but anyway so you did that and that was the first video you put on your youtube channel no the cover the, nah the first video i put on my youtube channel was a video called the feeling that was directed by my friend mitch and yeah. it was like that that one was really cool we obviously you could tell we were fucking Hell a little. That's why it's the very first video. Yeah. What I'm getting at is that, like, it seems as if you went into this with a plan. Like, you knew how to utilize. You did you have other YouTube dudes who you kind of like had figured out, like, oh wait, this can be a real resource. Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It was really like my. I I, I released like two mixtapes yeah. at first, and I wasn't really thinking about YouTube that much. But then, like, by the time, and the, I mean, and those mixtapes were hella old. I released like three mixtapes in 2010. Okay. And then by like the third, by actually by the second one. I was all like, oh, like, we need to, like, shoot videos and stuff. And Nolan had been showing me, like, people and shit on... And this is when I got my first computer, you feel me? I didn't, like... Yeah, yeah. And Nolan had been showing me people that are, like, shooting videos and shit, like... And it's getting traction. Who's he showing you? um, I think... I remember him showing me, like, the French video. And I remember watching the Mac Miller shit. Yeah. And being like, oh, they just did this like this. Just like how we're doing. We need to put these up. Yeah. And and then I remember... um, and then I remember Mitch had told me when headlines dropped, and Mitch and my brother Chris, and they were like, "Man, this song just came out like 19 hours ago. Yeah, we uploaded it's our video within 19 hours of that song wow. being released." Wow, that was YouTube. smart. That was smart. And we thought, let's just call it Drake Headlines Cover. Yeah, you feel me? And it's going to be hella big. And, yeah. And then we did that, and that's how my first shit like, like popped off. Yeah, like that's just, a, like, that's like, the like, thing. Trying to like figure out little ways to yeah. like get traction on the well, internet. Well, that's the thing about YouTube, like. Uh, I do like some consulting on YouTube sometimes and shit. And like people ask me like, Oh, songs to cover. And I'm like, like if it isn't super old and a clever idea, like it needs to be something that literally just came out just four came hours ago yeah. because people are going to learn it that fast and fucking put mm-hmm. it up and then it's going to be inundated. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially if it's somebody like Drake that like covers are looked for. So it was just yeah. a win-win uh, yeah. like situation. Yeah. Like if somebody's trying to cover a fucking Lady Gaga song, you better yeah. have, you better be in the studio with her fucking covering it while yeah. she's recording it. Cause yeah. uh, otherwise the it's day gonna, that it comes out, there's going to be a thousand of covers. Them, yeah. And you're just going to get and lost and in the you're the very first cover that's on YouTube. Yeah. It's like your shit's just going to get hell of views. Yeah, and, yeah. And, that, and that's and at first I was like, Nah, I don't want to do this. This is lame. And so I just freestyled the whole thing. Yeah. And then turns out it turned. That's the entire reason. Like people started and, looking. And at did my you videos. notice like subscribership grew pretty fast? With oh that? yeah. Now our yeah we, our subscribership got to like I want I don't know how many subscribers that YouTube channel is on now, but it for sure got to like twelve thousand or something like hella fast after that video. Yeah. And that video got a million some views. Our yeah. next video. Was how long did it take to? How long views. did that one take to get a million? Um, it got a, it got a million like last year. Yeah. So I'll say like two years, but it broke something. like a hundred K pretty fast. Yeah. It broke a hundred, it broke 500 K hella fast. Yeah. There you go. And that, and that trickled on to all my other music videos. Exactly. And, and so now those all have at least over a hundred thousand views yeah, yeah. Like, per thing. No. Yeah. Cause I remember when I saw, we were talking about this earlier, uh, but like when I saw the video, f- um, Keep it real. Yeah, keep it real. I think I saw it maybe three or four days after it came out, and it had already a few hundred thousand views. 
I'm one of those people where I look at like numbers make sense to me. So yeah. I started looking at the likes the and the dislikes and the and amounts shit. of comments because uh-huh. I, mean, I was like, maybe this is paid for. Yeah. And then I was like, oh no, these are fucking real views. You know, just yeah. a fine stuff. I'm like, gentleman. hey, I'm uh, like, this motherfucker's really swagging it out here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I never heard of him, but he's obviously killing it. And so, yeah, like I could tell that you guys and your team has like a grasp of YouTube and you're doing good. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I think my very best thing out of anything I do, whether it be writing or, or this or that or yeah. performing has to be just having visuals. Yeah. Every visual, I think I just have the best, like, I mean, obviously there's like people like maybe don't have the budget to compete for, yeah. but in my level, I think my very best skill is visuals. Every visual I put out, we put hell of time into and we don't release it if it's not tight. Right. If it's like, not like a, oh wow, this video is hella good. Like we're yeah. not, we're not trying to put that out. Yeah, which is an important thing. It's it's important to have a good filter for yourself, mm-hmm. whether it be with writing or visuals. If it's not yeah. good, don't put it out because people will only remember the last thing you put out. Yeah, we're, we're not trying to put out any mediocre video. Like, our videos yeah. are, like, all super good. At, yeah. at least from, you know what I'm saying, what I hear from other artists and shit. Yeah. And what we believe is, like, yeah. that we just have a high-quality video yeah like, i've seen him i jerk off to him oh, okay yeah, I, yeah. No, I understand. Too. that's <laughs> terrible uh, so the videos start catching on and then what is the catalyst that makes you move to la and like how did you get involved with indie pop um well nolan had known uh carnage yeah no, GJ, yeah DJ, dj carnage, carnage. Yeah. yeah um shout outs to him on everything they've had him play some of their parties i think yeah i mean ha- shout out to carnage he's yeah shout out to carnage he's the shit yeah um he had told him like he had showed him my stuff and stuff and we were like you know let's like get a session let's work and i went over there and i made that song a uh, silver platter with him like just the first day just mm-hmm. on some like fun shit and he showed me to like the cataracts and like indie pop and like all those people and they were like yeah like we should work with him too mm-hmm. and that's kind of how that gap bridge carnage is the one who like introduced us to mm-hmm. them and this is why you're still in ventura that's why i'm still in ventura yeah and how did he hit you up just like through facebook or some shit uh, no, i don't know he like knew he knew nolan okay. somehow they yeah. had met each other like on the road or something yeah and yeah and then he made that whole thing happen and, and so you moved down did you, i mean did you just have a meeting and it was just like everybody vibed yeah i mean yeah we just had like i just like yeah we had a meeting and um, I was just around the office a lot with them. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, hanging out with them. Like, just driving down from Ventura? Yeah, just driving down to Ventura, whether to go to a show, yeah. like, whether to work with Carnage. Yeah. Like, I was just around the office with them for a long time. Yeah. And it was, like, everything just—it was, like, such, like, a family feel, like, from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Everything was super— super small and yeah. super close and i just felt i got to the point where i just felt comfortable i was like been going over there for fucking months yeah you feel me i just felt comfortable and then i was just like yeah we should work with them and then we decided to move down there yeah so what's the, what's the move been like do you miss ventura bangtura uh, sometimes bro honestly i, I miss that I'm, I'm i miss it so bad like when it comes to like just chilling and stuff and like inspirational shit mm-hmm. but Ventura is such like it's such a nice landscape and place. Yeah, that you can't like. I don't know how like I was even working hard when I lived there. I don't right. know how I was doing that now because right. like now that I'm in LA, it's like there's nothing. I don't even want to like especially downtown. Like you know what I'm saying? It's it like, can be depressing. It can be depressing. Like there's no there's no point to even chill outside like that. I yeah. just all I want to do is be at the studio. You right. Know? Right. All I have to do is work. There's nothing else like fun to do in downtown besides like fucking work you know what i'm saying yeah so like it's it's good what's your output like like are you someone who's a very prolific writer where it's like you just stop in the studio and and a song pops out that day or is it more of like Um, a do you like to write by yourself what's what's that like you know i don't know it's 
it's especially when I was in Ventura for sure it was like I just I just sat down and the song just I just shit a song out yeah. and it was good yeah and in LA I've been trying to like I've I've been switching it up and shit you know I've been in different it's a different situation yeah so it's like I feel like I spent more time writing songs you know now I just like and especially for this next project I'm like I'm trying to if it if a song takes you feel me two three days however long yeah. i want to just make sure it's flawless right but like yeah my, my writing process is pretty like i, I kind of just hear the beat and if the beat strikes me i'll, I'll just happen yeah i'll just pretty soon know what i want to talk about and then like these little random like little thoughts about some funny or a little play of words will like pop in and i'll just like you feel me like yeah yeah, down. yeah so it's kind of like that yeah how's how's uh how's the la girls treating you oh uh, you know you got bitches i got you, you know, got bitches i mean i, I you got I, a lady uh, yeah. Uh, so then, don't dry snitch on yourself. So yeah, you have you a lady that you love very much. That's what you I said. do. I have I have a lady that I love very much. That's you know dope. What I'm How but long still, do you guys know each got, other? I still got love for the bitches. You feel <laughs> me? I still. No. I would imagine a young, handsome gentleman like you probably got a lot of girls trying to tempt you on Facebook and such. So yeah, no, stay I'm away not, from those demon women. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty much. How yeah. long have you known your I'm lady? In love. Uh, she's kind of influenced all my songs yeah. are either like hate or love songs yeah, absolutely. about her. There's always one muse that does yeah, that. Yeah. And I, I've known her for like, I've known her for probably like four years. The funny date, thing is that even, like three. even if it works or not with you guys, like she'll still, you'll still be writing the love songs about her six years from now. Yeah. I know, you know what right? I'm saying? Like yeah. that's just how it works when you got that first that one. Fir- yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. totally. I'm, I'm super, I'm super in, in love with her. And, and I, and yeah, it's like every, every single song I write for some reason, like, I'm like I'm either like hating I'm either like in a bad mood that day or a good mood that yeah. day and it's like ah oh, I'm one of these is about to be about you yeah <laughs> so, yeah so um, um yeah nah but yeah did she move down here with you too uh no nah, she didn't move down she still lives in Ventura up in Bangtara up in, you know that gives you an excuse to go back sand. though there you go yeah that and like seeing my family and yeah, shit yeah it's just sure. like a vacation absolutely what's next for you man um I I still got a ton of more visuals for a beautiful loser mm-hmm. my album that I dropped. Yeah, when did that come out? Eight oh five, the area code for Ventura. Oh, randomly, yeah. August eight oh five. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, yeah, it came out then, and um, I still haven't oh, released. So that's, that just came out. Yeah, it just came out, and I and I still haven't released enough visuals for yeah. it in my in my. How's it going my, for you? What's the response been like? Man, super good. It went top seven on iTunes. Nice. Yeah, it got like you know what I'm saying it got like a lot of people who didn't know about me, like, into me and got, like, my shit buzzing now. Yeah. It, like, set, set me up to, like, deliver, like, a home run. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You play shows around L.A.? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I've done a couple shows, either opening for somebody, and I did my own show at uh, True Hollywood. Oh, okay. Is yeah. that, like, a club? Yeah, it's like a club, but it's randomly, like, a yeah. concert venue, yeah. too. Have you ever tried to throw, like, uh, do you have a booking agent and shit like that? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm with uh, CAA, like, Kara Lewis. Oh, dope, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what your draw is around here? I'd be curious. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We did. We like packed true, and yeah. that's like it was cracking in there. That's dope. I mean, L.A. is weird because it's like it is weird. It's like it's but like there, the cool. Like there's you know a me? method like, to the madness. Throwing show. I'm starting to finally fucking crack the matrix with how to get people to show up for shows. If you ever want, if you ever wanted, know, to, if you ever wanted to throw a show, I'd help you. Yeah. Let me, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, we we got to we got to look into that. Yeah. Yeah. L.A. Yeah. is L.A. is like a weird place to. It like is a very fucking throw weird shows. Place. You never know. But that's the thing me? is that there's a lot of um well. With an artist like you, where you have built your own fucking following, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And you, yeah. and even though you're on the outskirts of the machine, you're still kind of like with a big indie and, and, yeah. and like you have your established fan base. Mm-hmm. There are venues where you can go outside of the system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That are kind of like off the map, yeah. off the grid. 
And if you promote it right, your whole fucking fan base will we'll, show up. We'll and it'll be there. And yeah. it'll be a, like a legendary type of thing. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that's the real shit. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Every every time we go to Ventura, we do that for sure. Yeah, like, we, absolutely. We and I'm sure I'm sure you're probably at just... the point where you could do that here. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, because especially because that, 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 that show was like right when we dropped it. Yeah. And like, I mean, my my all my like statistics have like doubled since then. Yeah. So like, I don't know, you know, but I'm I'm just like the type of dude like before I try to like fucking beg people to come to a show Absolutely. i'd rather just keep putting out keep working nah, you don't gotta beg though pe- uh, yeah and you know what i'm saying but like yeah. but like i'd rather just keep putting out material to the point it's like they demand it yeah you feel well, that's the whole thing yeah rarity you know like keeping shit rare is, is a benefit yeah. too you know the less you play the more people want to see mm-hmm. you play as well yeah uh, you, do you have plans to get on the road uh yeah i mean i'm um I did like a ten city tour, yeah. Thing, how did or, it go? Or like a ten show tour. Uh, it, w- it went good. Yeah, it went good. Uh, we got to. It was. It's really just like the western. Yeah, uh, you know, we did shit in Arizona and we did shit like from the bottom of California to the top. Yeah, that's like hell of cities. In yeah, between the, there, you the, know? it's that standard kind it's of southwest run. Yeah, where yeah. you like loop down yeah, and through the states. Like, yeah, it's a little circle. For yeah, sure. that's or good. It went good like though. A, it's like a B. Yeah, it went good. Yeah, it went. Yeah, it went good. And um. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm maybe you know going on the road with somebody else, like a bigger. Act. Who could you see yourself going out on the road with? Uh, this is, like who would I want? How about, to, how, how about like, this? I have got two options. Who is okay. the dream that Who's you would want to go out with, yeah. and then who is uh, a realistic good fit? Okay. Yeah. Um, the dream. Da, da, da. Uh, <laughs> um, because like my dream is going out with Drake. I mean, no yeah. homo, not going out yeah, with it, but I going mean, on the road with it yeah, would be amazing. I mean, yeah, I mean, yo, I want, I, I would want to say that too, but I just get like, I had too much like weird Drake like uh, comparisons or something, comparisons yeah. and shit too. But that's that's still a huge influence for me. But I just oh, went yeah. to this Kanye West show. Oh, how was it? Wow. Yeah. Life is changed. You go first night or second to, night? Uh, second night. Oh, if, yeah. if I ever got to go on the road with somebody, yeah, it'd for sure be him. Be Kanye. I mean, just like he didn't have an opener for that, did he? Oh no, yeah, wait, yeah, Kendrick. 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 Yeah, Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, Kendrick. I mean, I was just like, what? Wow. He had a mountain. Yeah, I saw that. And he brought out Jesus. It's like some people bring out their friends, or like yeah, somebody yeah. could even bring out Dr. Dre. It's like. Cuz brought out Jesus. Like, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. And it wasn't even an actor. It was literally Jesus. I mean, Jesus came. He literally re-resurrected. Yeah, the actor was late. I guess yeah. the actor was stuck in traffic. <laughs> and they're like, fuck, like, what are we going to do? And Kanye's like, I got this, guys. Go how on, how so. amazing would it have been if it was like, a, instead of an actor, it was a Jesus hologram. So oh it God. really looked like Jesus Some was weird. Jesus that would have been shit. so tight. Or it was like the actor comes out. They have the actor come out. And then, like, randomly, like, the top of the stadium breaks yeah. open. It's like, and they have somebody float in, like, the real Jesus is yeah. here. <laughs> and you know what? the actor dies for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> for, for blasphemy yeah so who who do you think a realistic fit with that uh to go on the road with would be or like you know an achievable goal perhaps and i and i ask you this because i think maybe that's a good place for people listening to uh could have a grasp of like oh if i if i like this then i will like kyle yeah okay yeah. um uh i'd really want to go on the road with like um uh uh like Gambino or like Chance or yeah. somebody, you oh, know man. what I'm saying? I'm a big Chance fan. Yeah, super. I'm a I'm a huge Chance Fox fan with too. Chance, I love that. Yeah, team. yeah, yeah. And I met him one time and I seen his show. I actually opened for him in one show in like Santa Barbara. Oh, at Velvet Jones. Yeah, Velvet Jones. Swag. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, and I I watched the show and it was super tight. So yeah. I, I, I'd like to tour with him too. 
low key, I've never announced this on the show, but we were supposed to have Chance on the show, really, like as maybe our uh, like tenth or eleventh episode, right before, right before it went, right before it went kaboom. Yeah, (laughs) like I actually was in touch with his manager, but they got tied up in LA on their last day here, and they couldn't make it. So uh, it was unfortunate because now it's like that motherfucker's way too famous all of a sudden. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. Santa Barbara is such a hard market for shows for rap shows. Was Velvet Jones cracking for Chance? Oh, yeah. Super cracking. Yeah, it was that's like good. double sold out or something. That's shit. good. Yeah, that's good. Because I always hear, oh, yeah, they had to play two shows. Yeah, that they night, fucked right? it up. They like they yeah. sold more tickets than I remember they, the that. place could fit. Because I remember, I, I've heard about like some acts that are like really blowing up and that are fucking dope as shit playing at Velvet Jones and nobody shows up because yeah. like they don't really promote that well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, yeah, Velvet Jones is weird. They always have some, they always have people, they always have somebody super cracking. Yeah. I remember like my first show that I was like, damn, I want to see this person was like Big Sean. Oh, yeah. And I opened up for Big Sean and Velvet Jones. You did? Yeah. Like, they'll randomly just have like yeah. everybody who's next up. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Man, I've opened for so many people at Velvet Jones. Ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> one, uh, at one point, uh, speaking of Kanye, I opened for Rhyme Fest at Velvet Jones. Oh, really? Like back in like 08 or something when yeah. like brand new started cracking. Mm. And uh, I remember like during his set, he would always call up somebody to like rap Kanye's verse on brand new. And he's like, does anybody have it memorized? And I was like, I do. And got up there and just murdered really? Kanye's That's verse. Amazing. It was so tight, That's dude. So tight. It actually low-key got me laid that night. Really? Uh, yeah, just from knowing Kanye's verse because nobody was there for my set. It was like, yeah. my set was mad early, but yeah, so that was That's amazing. actually epic, bro. Yeah. So anyways, man, uh, where can the people find you online? Um, SuperDuperKyle.com. SuperDuperKyle. If, if, if you guys want to go to that. Or you could just... um. You know, I don't know, uh, YouTube Kyle. Just go to YouTube and type and in just Kyle. just search Kyle and you'll pop up? K-Y-L-E, Damn, yeah. your SEO is strong, you man, feel bro. Me, bro? You yeah. are on this online market. You just changed your Twitter name, right? From something to something. It was, it started, it was Super Duper Kyle, like, yeah. like a year ago. Yeah. And then it was Love Kyle throughout, like, the whole Beautiful Loser run. I was yeah. kind of going with, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That whole thing. And then once that was like kind of done and I got off like the tour, I switched it back to Super Duper Kyle. So you can, oh, so on Twitter you can switch back and forth. You just yeah. can't switch it more than once or like to, you can't switch it to a third new name, right? You can, oh yeah, you can't. But you, oh you, really? You can switch as many times as you want. But the thing is, mm. I remember when I first switched it from Super Duper Kyle, some kid took to Twitter and was like, yes, oh, this is going to pay off one day. He like, took your Super Duper yeah, Kyle? Yeah, he took it. So then what happened? You had to pay So him? we did not, I don't think we had to, we did Nah, we didn't have to pay that nigga. We were just like... You were like, we got this trademarked or something? Yeah, nah, we just... I, I think he was just like... He was a cool kid, so he wasn't going to literally, like, jeopardize my entire shit. Just yeah. To like, but, like, yeah. You just got to make sure when you switch it, just get it on some separate random account oh, so you yeah. can go back when yeah. you want. And then you know? delete that account or something. Yeah, because, like, we're holding on to Love Kyle, too, just in case I ever want to, like... Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, fuck, I appreciate you coming in, man. Man, thank you. Yeah. It was uh, tight. What are you going to perform today? Um, I'm going to do a track called Girls, Girls, Girls. Oh, and... the Jay-Z song. I know that one. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a tight song, though. <laughs> yeah, mine's is not as cool. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to... say I'm... that. It's probably better. Yeah, Come probably on. Is, no. yeah. So you're going to do Girls, Girls, Girls. <laughs> what is... <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's probably better. Yeah, it's probably, no, probably no, it's nope. not. no. Yeah, no. Nah, um, yeah, no, nah, I'm going to do girls, girls, girls for you guys. And, and that's off Beautiful Loser? It's off Beautiful Loser. Bonus, if you bought the iTunes one. Okay, so it's a, it's bonus, a bonus track. bonus track, you feel me? Yeah, and so uh, they can find Beautiful Loser on SuperDuperKyle.com? Yeah, th- there's, a, there's a free version. And then there's a bonus And then track. there's a bonus edition that's on iTunes. Yeah, the deluxe. You know, the deluxe. So you don't have to buy Beautiful Loser. But go me? holler at the deluxe but version. holler at the deluxe version if you want to hear that, you know real, I mean? that real trap shit. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, Keep, keeping it true. That real ATL shit. Yeah, you feel he's, me? There's, everybody's dying in his no, raps. No, I'm saying my foot, little nigga, no. 
Whoa. You, you know, that's a good shit. New Orleans. Yeah. Be a bit. Randomly. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, man. Boy, blah, my, yeah. okay. my, oh, sorry, I'm going to do my fucking spiel now where I go, hey, th- thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Lee. Some of you might know me as Intuition. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. You can follow my man behind the boards, making the shit sound buttery, Ben Shim at I am database, base with two S's. Follow us as a unit at That's Kinda Neat. YouTube.com slash That's Kinda Neat, where you're going to see my man Kyle perform Girls, Girls, Girls. Make sure you fucking, oh, the crowd is going crazy for him. <laughs> Make sure that you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't be a fucking hater. And then uh, you can find everything wrapped up in a pretty package on kindaneat.net. And of course, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash neat. And uh, that was it. Kyle, thanks, man. Yep, that was yep. painless. It was a good conversation. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was, that was, thanks, that was man. That was simple. Yeah. Thank you. That's it. That's kind of neat. Wessa. <laughs> That's good.